welcome to The Backbeat. Backbeat. I'm back for a second time this weekend. Uh, in this one, I'm chatting to Ben and James from Melbourne alt rock band Rumors, who have the launch for their single Blood Eagle next Friday at Cherry Bar. Um, I caught up with the boys on yet another Zoom call, of course, about the new release, the show coming up, a little bit on mental health and supporting each other, a lot of dream collaborations and the songwriting process based around their influences and inspirations and what we should expect from them in their next EP, which they are working on at the moment. Um, Had a bit of a laugh with the boys. It's definitely a more lighthearted chat across the board and I'll hopefully be getting to their single launch next Friday. Friday the 15th of July so if you can make it we would all love to see you there as well enjoy and stick around for their current top three Australian Aussie artists which as I said in the yours truly episode we have come full circle and well it's a spoiler both of them have listed yours truly as one of their top threes so it's been a weekend full of new releases and gigs and sneak peeks at what's to come enjoy I'm liking those little ukuleles you've got in the back. I've got, okay, what else have I got? I've got, um... Oh, geez, all right, okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got all the ukuleles. (laughs) How's your day been, anyway? Good, busy. Oh, my God, yeah, I've had a very busy day. (laughs) Um, It's about eight... Actually, I've been flat out since seven with my daughter. Oh, shit. And then uh, then you're at work, so... um, But I've had a good day so far, so... Hi Ben, can you hear us? He's still connecting. It says oh, it's yeah. fine. That's that's. Well, he's uh, he's actually at work at the moment, and he's doing um, it there. What is with dudes in bands committing to phone interviews while they're at work? Like, <laughs> dude, the worst thing as well is um my AirPods were flat. Oh, so the, my like team leader manager just went to give us like uh, give me like a room to go sit in, but I'm now out in like the smoking area at the front of the. So, <laughs> is this as the po- as the podcast started yet, or the interview started yet? Is this all going to be? I, <laughs> I'm is this is this <laughs> is, is 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 are the world going to know that Ben's in the smoking area? And- <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah. All right, sweet. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is actually live radio. Uh, Everyone knows where you oh, are now. Awesome. Like- <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if uh, anyone mentioned to you, James, but I used to actually work with Ben at Stay Gold. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Well, how's how's um, life so far? How you been doing? Um. Oh, look, it's kicking me in the guts at the moment, but you know. <laughs> 
um, in between work myself trying to find something. I've just finished up my contract. So, oh, oh yeah. Nice. Oh, you still, yeah. um, oh, was it, was it Bendigo where you were like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. still yeah. Bendigo? I am. Um, but at this point I'm probably looking at moving back to Melbourne within the next couple of months because all the work's there. Mm. So, yeah, I'll probably see you around <laughs> at some point. Are you, fr- are you from um, Bendigo? I am, uh, yeah. 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 I was living and studying in Melbourne for a while. I was at Stagold for oh, four years or something like that um, I went, and then got yeah, full, full-time events. I yeah. went there on a Sunday and nothing was open and it was really upsetting. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's even as a like a, a permanent resident, it's upsetting. Actually, <laughs> there's an even bigger story to that. So me and my partner were driving up to the Salt Lakes in the northern yeah. part of Victoria. Uh, this was during um, lockdown when um, the uh, restrictions had been eased for just a, you know, a tiny bit. She was pregnant um, with our daughter and uh, we drove and I was like, oh, let's go grab some brunch in Bendigo on a Sunday. Nope. Um, <laughs> and then, so we've driven up there. Yeah, no lunch. We did go to that pie shop though. It's a pretty good pie shop. It's quite large. Um, mm-hmm. You probably know the one I'm on about. And then yep. we then spent another two and a half hours driving to the Salt Lakes, and we get there, and they were sh- you weren't allowed to go there because of um, COVID. Um, yeah. uh, so we drove four hours for nothing. Far <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. And I was that. Oh, I was that upset. So we drove from there back to Melbourne in silence. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put on any music. I didn't talk. No. I was so like, you know, absolute misery. Well, it's because I'm like, I'm normally really organised, as Ben knows, and yep. um, and it annoyed me that I hadn't pre-checked, and I was just like, yeah, it's a sort like it's a natural environment why would there be any restrictions mm. yeah so eight hours of my life for for nothing anyway sorry we'll get into this <laughs> oh I love a lot of backstory a lot of pain behind that story yeah, yeah. i actually started crying as i was telling it <laughs> it's the inspiration for the next song yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sad, the sad, yeah the, yeah the sad salt lake <clears throat> That sounds like a, an Amity song or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah like proper 2004. Um, yeah, anyway. Emo. Anyway, we'll go, back, we'll go back to the structured scripts that you've got. <clears throat> oh, it's not always so structured, but, yeah, we'll see how we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm actually recording this for publishing this weekend, the same weekend as an interview I had with yours truly, about two days ago um so it's going to be like a a double release weekend which is new for me and we'll see how it goes but it's a lot of content (laughs) yeah nice they're in Um, in the uk at the moment (laughs) well some of them are some of them are still here like michaela's back here now yeah yeah. Um, she's getting better now i know she was sick yeah yeah she's getting there um but yeah in in this one i'm obviously talking to you guys um you've got the launch for blood eagle coming oh not coming up but we are coming up next friday at cherry bar um i naively googled the term blood eagle um and that shit is nasty (laughs) 
how did that come to be like the key to this song? Because it's a bit messy, isn't it? Um, in in terms of when we were writing the song, I was Jackson that initially like he named it, and all the lyrical content was about that. Um, mm-hmm. About like I know, his past experiences and everything. Um, that term, I'm not sure. For me, my relation to it was uh, Vikings and the scene where the guy gets blood eagles. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, um, to, I don't know, really, in terms of how it relates to the lyrical content. Yeah. <laughs> I th- it's a messy visual. Like, it weird, is. Weird metaphor. So, essentially, we wrote um, we wrote one song that we wanted to try this idea and had, like, this initial concept, and then uh, we tried to – it wasn't heavy enough, so we tried to dial it back and we rewrote uh, – a new song and that new song ended up being Blood Eagle, which was like the heaviest song that we've probably done so far anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of how that was birthed musically. And then Jackson just went ham with it. Um, I believe it. it's probably like got some metaphorical meaning or something, but I, I actually just think it's about tearing him apart, you know. I, I wasn't, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you know Jamil, but I've, I've, I've only recently joined. Um, but I can imagine yeah. it, obviously, um, it's Jackson's story to tell, but I can imagine the metaphor might be, you know, the, the, the pulling apart of the person and that his demons that he's writing about in the song is kind of always mm-hmm. there, kind of in the background, pulling him apart or ready to pull him apart, probably something like that, I can imagine. Yeah, well, in the presser, it spoke about how the song is um, based on like this idea of addiction, yeah. and and he he mentioned that he's been clean for I think it said six years or something like yeah. that. Um, it was just uh, the way it was worded was that it was um, written as though he was sort of speaking to someone mm. rather than yeah. like speaking of mm. himself, I yeah. guess. Um, and it seems like even outside of like the topic of addiction on its own, um, that that on its own is like a, a common songwriting method of that like third person view yeah. and and um, a really therapeutic sort of way of processing and um, expressing how to like figuring out how to understand yourself. So like are you guys, because again, James, you, you, you just said you're pretty new to the band and um, you're on guitar, Ben, but are you guys very involved with the songwriting and and how uh, yeah? How involved are you with creating that sort of form of expression? Um, in terms, of, I know for a fact that in future we haven't written any songs together with James yet. Back mm-hmm. in future, just off of uh, his sheer musical talents, uh, he'll be very involved. In terms of um, when we write, we essentially write with Chris Malik from Wind Waker. Um, and he produces all of our stuff for us and helps us out by co-writing and everything. Um, essentially, all of us have like minor parts to play in uh, in terms of all of that lyrically and story-wise. Uh, a lot of it is Jackson. He'll take um, like Jackson will go back and uh, in terms of lyrically and expression, essentially like what he'd feel off of the music and like get a vibe for it, and then. Uh, like that's that's absolutely especially with Blood Eagle how that came about. Um, but yeah, I guess we're 
where all, all of us are pretty involved and have been for a while. There are a few songs where uh, say it was just me and Jackson that could make it into the studio or there are a couple songs where it was Dusty and Harry as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of the broad, like the broad scheme of things, all of us are pretty involved in writing it. Um, lyrically, however, it is all primarily Jackson's story that he's telling. Um, and then it's, we like try to help link, make that link between the lyric and what the feeling that, um, the music would make you feel, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, um, it's, it's interesting comparing the processes between different bands and then like solo artists and things like that in, in how much of the collaboration is actually collaboration between the band members. Um, and obviously quite a lot. It is the, the, you know, the, the vocalists that have that main, um, sort of influence on the lyrical content and stuff like that. But are you guys as band members, like outside of the music, I know that um, mental health and, and things in that, that vein are, are coming across the board with everyone often in, in across the band. Is that something that is like a, like a thing in common amongst the band members? Is it something that you find yourself supporting each other with or, or you know, reaching out within oh, definitely the band? Definitely supporting. Or, Obviously, like we're using... Yeah. Uh, as most people do use music as an outlet uh, of expression and to tackle things like, you know, like, like we spoke about Blood Eagle, but um, around the support around mental health, like, I think, I don't think I've ever been with a band who is as supportive. Um, they're, you know, each week we do probably, um, yeah, check-ins, um, um, sorry, rumours has just started following me on, on Instagram and I'm like, why are they not already following me? <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> I literally just came up as a notification. Sorry. I take that back. You're not supportive at all. <laughs> You're just doing it because I said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, um, yeah, like weekly check-ins and yeah, if someone's not feeling great, like you get a, you get a mental health pass basically um not to come mm. to practice um and i think you know are you just talking about support that was the one thing that just shot straight into my head was that the guys are really supportive around that um and yeah just taking time when when we need it not to be in the studio so that when we are you know back in the studio we're giving it 100 <clears> percent <throat> Yeah, and you said that like it's in comparison to other bands. Is that? No, I just mean so no, I'm not. Yeah, not saying any bands in particular. you've been involved. I just with. mean yeah. No, no. I just mean in particular, yeah. it's quite front and centric to the language that is used within the band. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that was just uh, yeah an example of of where um, yeah where the guys are super supportive in that, and it's uh, yeah it's definitely a great thing um, to be a part of. There, so, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. The main like beneficiary of that would be just because we're we're all the main priority with us has always been that we're mates first and like in a band second. Because mm-hmm. uh, Jackson always says this as well because they started it just kind of it only just started taking it seriously about a couple of years ago, and that was just before uh, COVID happened. So obviously, the main 
it would be just because we always take it as um, we're mates first and then that's where that support network kind of comes through as well. Mm-hmm. So how did you, because being a newer band member, how did how did that come to be? Um, Were you friends first as well or was it like a call out? <laughs> it started off like uh, it was a weird connection. Like it was actually genuinely like a, a weird connection. I... Um, I came out of high school and my music teacher was playing bass at the time and that's how I got picked up essentially. But then just over time became mates when I, cause that when I still lived in Wagga and all of us still lived in Wagga, that's how I came into it. And then we all just moved down to Melbourne and relocated. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they've always had my back and um, I can, yeah, we just, the main priority was always just mates for um, music second. And then, yeah, it definitely shines through in terms of the band, like the, the band's energy. And uh, it makes songwriting and everything a lot easier to sort of connect with when we do that, I guess. Yeah. I think we've lost James. He's frozen. <laughs> I can't even see him. No. Oh. Oh, and that's it. He's gone. What the heck? But, I mean, I'm sitting in the front of an office on my mobile data and <laughs> we've lost Jay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Here we go. Have we got him? The joys of technology. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You're even talking about it. Sorry. I was hoping that wasn't the distract this. Yeah. <laughs> My shitty shitty internet. Sorry about that. Yeah, not so smooth. (laughs) But like, (laughs) but the question I was asking, you know, is to you as well. Being a newer band member, how did how did that come about with you joining? And was that a friends first thing as well? Ah, yeah, a bit tight, bit tight, only tiny bit time packed. But um, so (laughs) uh, one of so I know a drum set company called Big Sound Percussion. A little shout out. Um, and one of my artists. Um, was filling in for Grimus. Um, mm. And I'd, I'd actually, um, they didn't have a drummer. And, and I was actually looking for their drummer to talk about potentially getting on board. And I didn't understand why I couldn't find them. So when Vin from The Last Martyr, shout out to them as well, um, mm-hmm. was filling in for them, I was like, oh, they've not got a drummer. Uh, and he was like, no, and obviously really liked uh, the If You Could Only Feel Something EP that was uh, released last year. Um, and so I just, yeah, I just spoke to, to Vin. I came down to uh, a show. They were on tour with, with Stepson and um, mm. came and met them and just kind of introduced myself um, and just basically said, All right, I'll just learn your set and see what you think. So I just went away and learned the set and uh was pestering harry for some time in the studio um and then yeah we played the set first time really didn't we ben um, yeah that, that first time and then my first show was unified so whoa <laughs> two weeks it all happened within about two weeks i think i think i learned learned the set we had a few practices and then it was unified so yeah <laughs> Holy, what a debut. A deep end on terms of shows that we've played in the past because that was like the pinnacle, I guess. 
Yeah, I was, yeah, I was about to say you've had some pretty massive tours and like show announcements in the last like year or so, like, uh, yeah, Unify, Stepson, Short Stack, like all of these sort of names keep popping up across the last sort of year and a half with you guys. And, um, yeah, that's a huge, like first show to play. What the hell? Apparently it was their, <laughs> apparently it was their best show ever as well. So I'm just taking some of that credit now. Absolutely. All you moment. What was that, Ben? You fucked <laughs> Or did you say sorry? His audio is cutting out. What have out. I done? You've just, just, stop, you just stop moving the camera. I hope this isn't a visual thing. Because you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 moving that camera the whole time. Why don't you just find a little step for it? He's not I, even it, that, that, I don't know, bro. I can't sit still. I'm freaking out. Uh, we can hear you now. What, what did you say? Sorry. <clears throat> I said that was a you moment. I mean, what, is it, what do you mean? Uh, Unify, all you, was big all show. you, big show. Oh, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Best show. Yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show, right? It felt right. I think Jackson said it felt right on stage, which was nice. Uh, then yeah. we played one more show and then, yeah, that was it. So. Yeah, right. So with those sort of big names and, 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 you know, Unify itself, is there anyone on your wish list to collaborate or tour with or anything like that? Oh, do you want to go first, James? Oh, you know, I yeah, there are probably quite a few. I, I know that um, I love the guys in Red Hook, um, so it'd be great to jump on a show with them. I think there's some synergies there uh, between music. Um, I think good things would be a nice little uh, addition to the year as well. That would be quite, quite cool. But, um, yeah, what about you, Ben? I think Red Hook for me. Uh, I'd say probably... I'd love to do a show with uh, Red Hook as well. Uh, last part, but yeah, good things would be uh, would be sweet uh, for Maybe anyone. Bloom as well. I think we'd oh, Bloom. well with Bloom. I think that uh, we played them on the fundraiser show at Stagold. Yeah. yeah, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, that was um, – they're generally like such an incredible band. Like I'd love to play again, yeah. Yeah. I think like a tour with them would oh, be yeah. amazing. So. That was that was a great show. That the, the what we did on the weekend, boys, putting that fun. Oh, it was, it was a, yeah. Sick. It wasn't an amazing. Yeah, we had a few technical issues. I didn't even know you were there. So uh, we didn't <laughs> meet there, did we? Did we? Didn't meet? Did we? I no, they're no, good. Few. And I was like, oh fuck! I've been <laughs> talking to you the whole time, and we've actually had a full blown conversation. Um, yeah, no, we became besties. How could you not fuck remember sake. me? <laughs> I'm such a disappointment to life. Um. Yeah, no, yeah, it was an amazing show. Great outcome. I think they raised nearly like 20K or something crazy. Yeah, um, it was insane. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we had a few technical issues, so which I think we pushed the initial set by 20 minutes or something, but it ended up being a really good show. But, but yeah. Yeah, got there eventually. Uh, That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was when I was. Um, looking up your Triple J Unearthed and stuff before I even saw it listed as a sounds like on that page. I was listening to um, If Only You Could Feel Something Too and I was like, this sounds like Bring Me so much. It's like really specifically something. <laughs> and I went and like I went to search for it and I was like, this is man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like um, that was absolutely a song that we were listening to because I think it came out around the time like that single came out around the time that we started writing um, that yeah. whole EP and we were always massive fans of Bring Me and then I feel like 
also a lot of our other influences played into making that song turn out the way it did, where we so heavily uh, bring the influence. It would be um, like, for example, we listen to a lot of Muse to try and get through uh, some like cool stuff that we could do into that uh, songwriting process as well. And um, I feel like a lot of our influences played into like, I guess, supporting that as well. But I, I absolutely like we do do hear that the Brimmy influence always shines through with stuff that we do, right? That would be, and yeah. to be fair, like I, I hear that well, Ben, and that would go, that would go back to the question of, you know, if we could support someone here, definitely yeah. open for Bring Me, that would be a dream. That's, that'd be sick. That's bucket list for me, I'd assume, but. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to put some uh, right. I'll have to put some shout outs to a few people in my English crew to see. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I mean, I mean, if um, if yours truly can get Josh, surely you guys could get Ollie. Yeah? <laughs> Have you seen that's, his that's new track? Where... Have you seen his new track? Who's Ollie? Well, it's not Ollie. It's um, uh, Ollie and I phoned it to the guys at practice, and they weren't a fan. It's a, it's a lady <laughs> called. It's called Believe the Hype. And it's Alice Longyu Gal. Um, okay. Uh, so go check it out. Um, and I'd love to hear what you think because it's a very interesting song. That's his. What's it called? It's called Believe the Hype. And she says it's the future of music. <laughs> oh. That's, that's, a, that's a big yeah. statement. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they look like on the. Yeah. yeah. What the hell? All right. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So yes, it, it is interesting. That's right. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's too far fetched. Maybe no, no, maybe, not at all. But yeah, we've got um on the, on the uh, new record that will be out at some point in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. We do have obviously would not say anything, but we do have a couple of uh, guest spots. So um. Yeah, which oh, yeah. is uh, not Ollie, but yeah, so it's up there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe we can add that to our, our list, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, I wanted to say that, but I also didn't say it. I can spoil anything. Oh, I haven't spoiled anything. Just it was just a uh, hopefully, just I, yeah, just a little, you know, what's to come, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I mean, you've already got names of all different scales of influence. Like you've got like Don Broco and Grimes and, and you've said Hugh, uh, Hughes, Muse and everything. Um, Hughes. I was reading Halsey <laughs> and it came out as Hughes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you've listed all those as like artists and acts that you've drawn influence from and, and everything like that. But what what would you sort of, what mix of artists or songs would you like feed into an AI simulator to for it to spit out Blood Eagle kind of thing? Like what are your core yeah. uh, influences going forward? Um, with a lot of our new music that we uh, wrote, uh, I, I guess core artists, not too sure, but it's a lot of mix of old, old emo stuff. There's hip-hop in there. Uh, there's obviously still – there's way less of the – 
bring me sort of vibe in more of a pop punk and then like hip hop type of um I don't know genre influences that we put into writing the new music. Um genuinely in terms of artists I have no idea. There's a lot of placebo and the way that Jackson likes uh, he's like with his vocal techniques and everything. Um there's still that that heavy rock sound. There probably still is some bring me sounding stuff. Like people will listen to a, a couple of new songs and get some bring me vibes, but <laughs> I think that's hard for us to escape to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were saying earlier that it's I think you said that Blood Eagle's been like the heaviest so far. So are you leaning further into that or are you trying to pull away like with the hip hop and everything like that? Are you trying to Um, expand a little bit? With a lot of it, our writing process has been streamlined a lot over. So we went in and wrote a lot of our new uh, new EP uh, about a month, a couple months ago. And um, I don't know, we just kind of bounce around between both influences and what we really want to attack into the song. If we start feeling it, it becomes like we write a bit of stuff and then um, <laughs> complimentary to each other. I think the other thing as well, Ben, that you guys have mentioned to me, obviously I haven't been in the writing process yet, but um, is that when you're, yeah, when you're, you know, writing a song, when you're, you're, you're working with Chris... Um, it's definitely like how the song is feeling and that kind of drives the direction of um, of how the end product sounds. Um, so where you were just saying, are we trying to mm. come away or go into more, you know, more, he- more heavy, that was just because the context of the lyrics was so dark, it kind of invokes this heavy music to come out of it. Whereas yeah. other songs on the record that are coming up, they are yeah. different. Um, they're all linked, but they're also, it's quite an interesting mix of maybe genres, kind of bit of genre bending can can be in there, um, which is good. Genre bending is a good thing. It makes things interesting. It makes the set interesting. Um, it makes the listener, um, you know, you know, one of one of the bands that's probably genre bending quite a bit at the moment, Wind Waker, um, and their new record. Um, so yeah, I would just say, like, based on you know the real detailed conversations that, that I've had with the guys and when we hang out, is that it's definitely a like a feeling that kind of comes together, and the end product is, I guess, of that feeling, yeah. Mm. Yeah, those um I'm sorry, you look like you're sucking on a fucking highlighter, Ben. I'm only moving the camera fucking... all the time. Yeah. Just hold your phone there. You're making me dizzy. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna get him a selfie. Why, like, I was hoping that the, the room would be free upstairs, but it wasn't on <laughs> the out out the front. Uh, um now I can't remember what I was gonna say. Um <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose that's a very organic way of you know getting getting your end product is rather than sitting there with a goal in mind and limiting yourself that way. It's just whatever it becomes. Yeah, if you're just writing pop punk and you're just trying to direct the sound there, then as you just used the the right word, it's it's not organic. It's force. So it yeah. doesn't, you know, and that's why some of the most successful genre bending bands do that because it's just, all right, this is how the song is going. You jam it or you're on the computer working it as a, as a team. Yeah. 
Um, and then, oh, actually, it sounds good. Oh, does it sound like the other track? No. Does it need to? No. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I think those, um, like the mention of like the hip hop and, and branching out into that, that genre bending side of things um, kind of reminds me more of um, Ocean Grove sort of stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, with that sort of new metal bit of hip hop thrown in, and a bit of like mm. almost not electronica, but like that that EDM yeah. influence is a little bit of yeah. an electronic. Banks Arcade hitting that at the moment. Yeah, before, yeah. yeah, we're hitting that. Another yep. band that I'd love to to um, yeah have some shows with. I think they'd be a great fit as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a uh, like to li- like hear like sonically. It's such a cool mix to to mm. sit down and go. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, and then, you know, collaborating with Chris with the producing and the mixing and everything. How's that been? Uh, genuinely, like really good. He's always on top of it. He's as a massive rock. It wouldn't be a band without Chris. Mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> he's genuinely done us so many favors. He's the he's the man essentially. Yeah, he's a wizard behind um, behind the the songs. He's a wizard <laughs> behind the the computer. Um, with the you know the producing and the mixing and and everything, so he just his focus and his ability to focus is is second to none. So yeah, we can't can't yeah praise him highly enough. He's a great guy um, and, and extremely talented as well. Yeah. Mm. And on that note of like being a key sort of element and supporter within the band have you found uh, are there who are the other people that you found to be like the biggest supporters of the whole project and everything that you've put into um, it inside like internally like or everyone I, I guess out externally supporters yeah Lalik a lot of the Wind Waker boys are really supportive as well um, just a, a lot of our like our mates especially in other, other bands as well are quite supportive um, I, I don't really know to be honest outside of outside well, has there been? Because I know that, especially in heavier genres, it's a little bit hard to get like your grandma into it. But like, mm. <laughs> is there like, have you had a lot of m- much family influence, or has it kind of just been your very own self? Uh, what's the word? Um, <sighs> Directed. Well, I think I you guys, because all the boys moved down from Wagga in New South Wales, where. Um, so the Wind Waker guys are from as well. So I think it has been very much that they've established themselves down here and the support has just been created from the incredible um, community of music that's in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I think we're pretty lucky, um, yeah, to, to be in Melbourne and, and, and seen um, everyone's pretty supportive. Like, you know, you go to, no matter who you go to, you know, doesn't have to be the biggest band and you'll see people at every show. Like I've been to so many shows where I'll, I'll see guys that are, you know, at literally, you know, the, they're at seven o'clock, for example, watching the small band and the big band. So I think there's a really good scene. There's a really good um, kind of ethos, I guess you could use as a word, going through the, through the scene. So I think mm. the guys moving here, it's like you were talking about like family. It's probably been more... Um, yeah, the support because the music's great and the guys are the guys are really great. That they've just had that organic, I use your word again, um, support um, throughout the scene. So yeah, that's probably where it's yeah, sort of a chosen family down here instead of mm. yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, nice. I love the 
obviously I don't know what it's like elsewhere, but I, I, I get the feeling from most people that the Melbourne music culture, especially within these sort of genres, is so tight-knit and so... Mm. Um, wholesome like it's it's really nice to see um it's a bit cute but um yeah on that on that line of like making shows happen and and everything you've got your launch for for blood eagle next friday at cherry bar i was surprised to see cherry bar and not stay cold but (laughs) are you guys excited for that yeah i am yeah yeah um i think yeah we all are obviously having had a show now a couple of months because we've just been preparing for the release and doing the video and you know, just working on uh, the record that's yeah will be coming out. Um, so we've just been doing, you know, using the the winter time as the time to uh, to yeah kind of hibernate but not hibernate. You know, we're actually you know working. Um, yeah, we when we chose Cherry Bar, I think you know we wanted to choose a, a, a different venue. Like quite a lot happens at. Stay guard, we love that venue. We just want something a bit more that, um, I guess, personal, a bit more close knit, where, um, yeah, um, a bit more intimate. What, yeah, a bit more intimate. I think that was the word yeah. I, was, I was looking for. Um, but yeah, really excited. Like all the bands, they're actually all the artists are a part of a part of my company, so, um, which is quite nice. Um, so we've got, yeah, Bitch Eyes, which is a, a girl duo who I absolutely love. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great fun, great, great girls. Um, really keen to to have them on there. And then we've got mobs. I don't know if you know mobs, Jamil. Um, but no. they're kind of like this 80s um movie band. So they write songs about 80s movies and they've got like a huge 80s influence, which is like some of my favorite music. Um I love that. My they're favorite amazing. Movie is an they're, 80s. They're, 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 yeah, I absolutely love them. They've actually been a bit quiet for the for the last um, year because some some um, management issues, I think. But um, yeah, they're they're playing. I can't wait. I've never seen them live. Um, uh, and then we've got the city, which are kind of this uh, kind of heavyish act, but also have some eighties influences with one of their their latest records as well. So it's kind of like we wanted a bit more diversity on the lineup. Yeah. Um, re sound diversity we didn't just want it to be a, a metal show or a whatever show or a hardcore show whatever mm. uh, we wanted to have some different um yeah kind of different genres and it's like the night gets heavier so we are the heaviest band and then you know you start with bitch eyes which is this yeah awesome duo and you go into this 80s vibe and then you kind of got this 80s heavy vibe and then we go for the heavy vibe with with us so yeah it's quite i'm yeah i'm really excited to hit, see the dynamic so are you coming to the show i'm gonna have to now all oh, right <laughs> oh yeah not because of us but now because of mobs basically <laughs> you were definitely more excited about them than us so good to know good to know i gotta support the support yeah 100 yeah, yeah. well you gotta see do you know bitch eyes have you heard of them I, I've heard of. I don't know if I know them, but I've I've heard. They're great fun. Yeah, you should get down. I think they're on at um, yeah, quarter to eight. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can yeah make my way down from. Are you in Bendigo? Sorry, yeah, of course. We had that whole conversation last <laughs> start about me being an idiot and yeah. So. <laughs> That's all right. I was down there yesterday for dropping someone off to the airport. So it's like it's a doable trip. It's fine. Have you, got, have you got friends you could crash with over the, overnight? Yeah, I can figure something yeah, out. Yeah. I'd love to see you there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I don't think I've been, I've only been to like 
two gigs at Cherry ever. But it's so, going to be three. Yeah, mm. making number three, definitely. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to plug or mention or let people know about? Just, uh, just that at the moment. There's a few, obviously, there's a quite a bit going on in the background. Um, uh, is that the record's probably the biggest thing that we're, that we're working on. It's probably going to be the best stuff that rumours have ever put out, which is um, a bit exciting. And, yeah, Blood Eagle is just the start of that. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what we could probably say for the time being. So, yeah. Are we are we talking about an album or an EP? Oh, yeah, just a, just a, an EP for now. Or EP? Yeah. Yeah, cheeky, cheeky little EP. These guys <laughs> like to take the piss out of my English accent all the time. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's uh, it's a fun time. <laughs> so. There's always one that takes it on the chin, isn't there? Well, yeah, I, I do. Go on. Hey, Harry's. Takes it on the shin the most, I think. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> well, funnily enough, all the podcasts that have been done recently, I've been dug out. So um, yeah, there's not been a there's not been an opportunity yet for me to dig into the Jackson. And I see his birthday today. Happy birthday, Jackson! Happy birthday! Oh, no way. There That's it. So I hope you have a shit birthday. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't found a way to to dig Harry and Jackson out yet, but the podcast isn't over yet, so. It's not. You'll have to do some, like, studying and, you know, get a good one in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just wait for my, my moment. <laughs> and if it ends and there hasn't been one, I'll just call him a dickhead at the end or something, so I'll be it. All right. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, so. You cut that bit out. <clears throat> I mean, this is not sorry go on. No. <laughs> I'm just I'm almost at the end of my list anyway um, awesome. I think yeah the only sort of thing I have left on my list is what I'm hoping you've been uh, warned about in advance um, <laughs> um, your top three Aussie acts at the moment do you want to go first or do you want me to go first I go first uh, well Wind Waker's Love Language album, I don't think I've stopped listening to since it's been out. Um, and and I'm and just because we're friends with them, like I'm, it's actually an incredible album. Um, yeah, Lucy, I've played so many times since it's been out. The chorus is amazing. Um, Nighthawk's probably my favorite track, track three off the album. Um, yeah, they're definitely, definitely probably number one for me at the moment. Um, and then it got, yours truly, yours truly are one yeah. for me. Absolutely love them, them guys. Um, Bradley's a great, great drummer. Um, and obviously they're all, yeah, just a great, great musicians. And it's been really nice to see over the last few years, just their incremental success that they're, they're getting. Um, hugely received, you know, back home. I see my mate's, listening to them and, and being at festivals that they've been at and it's great to see that they're, they've just really kicked off in the UK as well. Yeah, because they just um, did Slam Dunk, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Slam Dunk's about 10 minutes from my, where I was born and lived nice. for however long. Um, yeah, and then it gets a bit tricky because, uh, as I mentioned, because I've, I've got 50, 50 Australian artists on my <laughs> my brand uh, I don't want to sound. Oh, list them all if you like. Well, I love them all. I do love them all, and there's no favourites. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll pick out one. 
um, which is a band called Ramona Sky. Oh, I know them. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Jess. She's a um, great drummer, great vocalist. Um, yeah. I call her my Karen Carpenter. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, her and Chelsea. Chelsea's got the most incredible vocals live I've heard in a long time. She's yeah. so good. And they've just dropped their EP last, last week, actually. Um, yeah. Their self-titled EP. So as far as, um, yeah, listeners who uh, want that kind of vibe, soulful, rocky, um, mm. go check them out. They are, I love them to bits. But I love all my eyes. I've got it. You know, <laughs> last, the last Martyr, another one, they, they just played Black Veil with Black Veil Brides. Um, yeah, love those guys. They're they're all amazing musicians. But yeah, I could go on about Australian artists because that's what I love to do. Is I love to support um, music. Yeah, can. But yeah, Ramona Sky would be, be my probably my third. Yeah, yeah. our um, one of our main photographers, Lauren, is mates with yeah. Ramona Sky. Loves them. Obsessed. Is at every yeah, gig she can get to just to hype them up. Yeah. Over to you, Ben. Um, mine's quite quite simple I think mine's quite similar as well uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so obviously uh, Wind Waker yeah with their new album was absolutely insane so that'd be my one mm-hmm. my two probably I'd have to probably say Starve mm. and so many times I watched them at Unify I made sure I got up just to go watch them I'm wearing one of them right now yeah yeah I fucking love those guys and then um my third, probably yours truly as well. I watched them at Unify as well. Absolutely. Mm. That was the first time I've ever actually seen them live from memory. Um, yeah. Yeah, but genuinely uh, it was such a, such a treat just to watch both them and Starve at Unify. But that, that's probably my three. I didn't want to say North Lane because everyone <laughs> loves North Lane, but they're really, they're last, they're just ridiculously good musicians. Um Mm-hmm. They're really lovely guys as well. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're up there leading, you know, they're the big dogs at the moment, leading the way yep. of, of alternative music um, and that last yep, record. Definitely. But um, I didn't want to say them, but I said them anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the ones that you deliberately avoid and you're like, I have to. Yeah, well, it's like that. Oh, it's like um, you... Um, uh, there's a, a TV program with uh, called QI with Stephen Fry, and you know when you yep. say the obvious answer, it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was North Lane. Oh, what's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite metal uh, Australian act? North Lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you lose like 58 points. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to start doing that. Oh wow, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Anyway, yeah. All right, sweet. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, that's all I've got. Um, thank you so much for chatting. Um, we'll plug the the gig. What is it? July fifteenth. Yeah, July fifteenth. Right? Tickets for fifty percent pre-sale. So we've got two weeks basically to hopefully sell it out. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, I've debuted this only in uh, I believe in its entirety. Yeah, we've had a couple of songs live before, so it's a live debut for I think uh, Live Forever and a couple of other songs. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Well, yeah, I'll let you know if I make it down. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I'll do my best. I'm going to have to because, like, that that whole 80s mention, uh, like, my favorite movie is The Breakfast Club. I'm just... I think they do. Wait a minute. All about it. I'll, I'll, I think they do a Breakfast Club song. It's funny. That's my partner's favorite um, film as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's not going to be Don't You Forget About Me, is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'll find out. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you offline. <laughs> Go listen to them. They're great. They're I will. Guys. I will. All right. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you so much. I'll be spinning the track in advance. Um, and, yeah, hopefully I'll see you next week. Um, and thank you so much for chatting. I hope you have a lovely day. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so um, much. Thank you. Go back to work, Ben. <laughs> My loud ass out the front of the Yeah, stop waving that phone camera around. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you later. Bye-bye. See you guys. See you, thank you. See ya. There we go. That was James and Ben from Rumours. Um, I'm going to have to physically just, like, get my ass down to Melbourne next weekend. Um to see these boys and everyone else on that lineup but definitely check out blood eagle definitely check out their previous release if only you could feel something it's it's a it's a set of bangers uh, I, I must say um get around it and be sure to check out if you haven't already the other episode from this weekend with michaela delgado from yours truly they're getting a, a special mention this weekend clearly thanks so much for listening and i will catch you next time 